When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame, Mac, and Carta. Mac. Like Mac and me? Yeah, like Mac and me. (laughs) Yes. We already covered that. Yes, we did. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a great movie. Yes, it was. Sponsored by McDonald's and Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And Sears. Pretty much. Yeah. So, today on the show, we're covering a very special episode of a sitcom that is dear to my heart. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite shows ever. So, so we're covering Season 4, Episode 21 of Boy Meets World, a show created by Michael Jacobs and April Kelly that ran in the uh, mid to late 90s on ABC's TGIF. Mm-hmm. This show starred Ben Savage as Corey Matthews as he meets the world. But around the second or third season, the show started kind of like varying off into like lands where they focused more on other characters <laughs> instead of the titular boy, especially his best friend, Sean Hunter, played by the great Ryder Strong. Um, the show also had Betsy Randall as Amy Matthews, his mom, William Russ as Alan Matthews, his dad, Danielle Fischel as Topanga Lawrence, Will Friedell as his brother, Eric Matthews, um, Anthony, T- Anthony Tyler Quinn as Jonathan Turner, and uh, William Daniels, the great William Daniels, a.k.a. the voice of Kit on Knight Rider, as George Feeney. <laughs> yes. I always think, you know, I want a car that sounds like George Feeney. Yeah. That's my that's my thing. I think they should have a crossover where the car just starts giving, like, life advice and stuff to Michael Knight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. The episode we're covering is called Cult Fiction, a play on Pulp Fiction, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it guest stars Jerry Levine as Mr. Philip Mack and Tamara Mello as Sherry. Uh, Jerry Levine, people may know from playing Styles in Teen Wolf, <laughs> which is another one of my favorite things, but he's been in like every television show ever and lots of uh, movies. And he's uh, he's directed um, like 42 different projects too. So he he's, he's you know, had a long career. Good actor. Plays creepy really well in this episode. <laughs> yes, we're, we're doing the series here on a very special episode. If you don't know the history of a very special episode, they were never actually called that, but there was always like these episodes going back all the way to like Bewitched and stuff where there would be like a special topic that they would cover 
like bewitched tackled racism and all in the family had a few including one where edith got raped there's uh you know these these ones where they deal with like drugs or pedophilia or cults as in this case you know different different things that they were different you know different things like that where you're dealing with something that isn't as funny as your normal episode and is teaching a moral lesson of some sort yeah we're going to cover a few of these in the near future i've got a couple more that i have in mind to cover soon but i wanted to start with my favorite show boy meets world here and in the most bizarre episode ever and this and this is on a show where they had time travel involved in certain episodes. Wow. But I think this is the weirdest episode of the whole series. They literally time traveled to the 60s and 50s and stuff in other episodes. Really? Is that canon? Um, Kind of. Wow. It, I mean, it was in the episode, and if nothing else, it was in Corey's mind in those episodes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Well, wow. Yeah, but, you know, so yeah, we, we've got this going on. So um, what are your initial thoughts of this episode here, Sesame? Oh, man. It, um, it went by fast it was a little little too fast for me in an episode yeah it, it should have been it should have been like a 40 minute episode like a you know a double like an hour long you know yeah, episode part, with, with commercial yeah yeah i i agree um it's things happen really fast but they also seem to happen really fast in the time of the show like in the in the show world you know like yeah yeah, yeah exactly like, they happen fast for us because you only have like 23 minutes to fit in all this shit but right it's <laughs> it's then yeah. Other than that, I mean, it was just yeah. I, I think I think the episode just suffered just because of how much how little time they had to fit everything in. It was just uh, it wasn't really a lot going on, you know, as, as far as like substance is concerned. Yeah, it was uh, just so you know, it was written by Jeff Minnell, who is one of the main writers of the show, and directed by Jeff McCracken, who is one of the main directors of the show as well. So it was like not like uh, some weird outside, you know, written episode or something. These people were both on staff, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 helmed the episode. So this is like towards the end of season four. Um, there's some other uh, very special episodes that come before this, and I mean, I think maybe one after that we may want to cover in the future too. Like I said, this is the weirdest one. So the basic idea of this episode: what happens here? I mean, if you want to start, you can start. Sure, uh, sure, Michael. So what happens in the show, Michael, is um, in the beginning, Michael. Uh, uh, they're they're getting like their sure, test results sure do like my name don't you uh, yeah i do and michael yes and uh sean you know everyone's getting their test results from um from school and not, not like a medical test results or anything like yeah that. but from, um from mr turner they're yeah from mr turner's class um sean not surprisingly you know doesn't get a good grade because he's like the i don't care about school you know type of character or whatever you know and uh mr turner kind of gives him a talking to kind of in a weird like okay i understand like tough love but like Mm -hmm. he literally says like on three separate occasions i'm one of a handful of people who care about you like wow like i mean like just like basically saying no one gives a shit about you i I know i know what he was going for though it was kind of like the meaning that like i'm one of the handful of people that really really care about you not like super yeah, you know, superficially and stuff, and he he was his guardian for quite a while prior to this. No, I know, series. but so, yeah, the way he said that. <laughs> yeah, Plus, dude, that that's kind of something a cult would say as well. Almost like we're the only ones that care about you, type of thing. So it's kind of weird, interesting that that leads into um, this girl named Sherry, which I don't know if she's a normal character or not. No, this show. is the only episode she appears in. So <laughs> okay, well, apparently he knows who she is in the show at least because yeah. they they seem to like know each other 
other a little bit. And uh, and she's like, oh, well, I have a hundred people who care about me or whatever. And, you know, why, why don't you come, you know, hang out with me or whatever. I'll get you some coffee or yeah, whatever. So I'll buy, I'll, she says, I'll buy you a cup of coffee, which she doesn't yeah. do. No, she doesn't. And there's no, there's no coffee exchange whatsoever in this episode. There, there, there is an off-brand cola given to him by Mr. Mac. Yes, That's it. By so. a guy named Mr. Mac, which is interesting because, you know, this guy named Mr. Mac is a cult leader and you have Allison Mac, which you know, famously um, was a real person um, or is a real person who was in a in a cult. And maybe Mr. Mac is like her her uncle or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> in universe, you know, going outside of universe to, to influence her and how to run a cult. This, was, this but, uh, was predictive programming. They were telling us. It was predict- yeah, yeah. predictive. Because that, because that was a Disney show. And Allison Mac was a big Disney, you know, actress back in the day. And so I think she was in like one Disney know. movie. But yeah, sure. Whatever. She was in something. <laughs> I don't know. And then she, she was like, well, honey, she was in, we, um, honey, we shrunk ourselves. She was in that, and then, uh, and, uh, and then she was in that other episode where, um, it was like a musical, like Shangri La or something like that. Oh, yeah, that, that, that show that we watched. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, and that episode, she was bossing people around a lot, much like in, in later life, she was, you know, um, bossing people around with, with the cult, you know. So that was mm-hmm. also maybe predictive programming. I don't know. I, I think you said that actually in the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned it's like, much like in real life, but she was telling people people what to do and trying to control their lives and um they she takes them to like this um club i guess and i don't really i don't really really sure what where it is or whatever and there's a bunch of you know fellow teenagers hanging out chatting with each other and apparently they all um live here and some of them are minors and then this is like some guy's house i guess or owns the place or i don't really that was never really explained of how they live in this place which there must be like more rooms outside of what we saw, so I'm just assuming. I guess there's probably so this like guy this yeah. owns like a huge dorm room essentially, and he's the leader of this group called the Center. And I, I kid you not, it takes about three minutes from the beginning of the show, including the credits, mind you, um, like the opening credits, like three minutes of this episode for Sean to be completely brainwashed by this cult, and he immediately just starts hugging his friends and like, like acting like he's on X to see or something like that yeah it, i mean and it's it's weird like, um sean you know like he he first sees the signs when he first meets uh meets, meets mr mac he says oh this is a cult like he's freaking <laughs> out like he, he realizes that way this is a cult but like less than an hour later he's uh um cory runs into him and he's like it's not a cult yeah like even before he even says anything he's like wait what like what are you talking about because <laughs> that, that that's definitely it, it's just like you know what i'm not racist but like randomly say it like <laughs> and like nobody even said anything yeah. just random preemptively say it and it's like what the fuck and like the other thing too is about this is like they're acting like this mr mac guy was like the most charismatic person in the world like he wasn't even really that charismatic like he just would say the person's name a bunch of times which is like one of the first things they teach you like how to connect with people is to say their name or whatever but like he does it like three times in a row and i mean i, I guess that, that that's that's like a thing that people have said about tom cruise oh really like, he always does that when he once he learns your name he just constantly says it to you See, I could see that doing that a couple of times, but like if you're constantly doing that, it just gets annoying. Like I would be annoyed if someone kept saying sesame after every sentence, you know, I'd be like, okay, like I know what you're trying to do. Like, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's a little bit more subtle in reality, but still, you know, you will have people do it. Like, you know, they'll they'll say sesame. Um, how are you feeling today, uh, sesame? You know, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just weird. And like he's sitting there talking about like, you know, you need to respect my beliefs or whatever. But it's like, what beliefs? Like, there's nothing in the episode that they actually even say what they believe. It's just centered. Be centered. Like, what what does that mean? Like, what you know, like. Yeah, like, like, like are, what kind of cult are they? Are they like, you know, the, the, the Hare Krishna where they're going to go kill people and stuff? Or are they, um, <laughs> like, the, are they like Sinanon where they're going to like, you know, basically beat people and, uh, and, uh, belittle people in a circle? What, what are, what do they do in this cult besides hugs? Yeah, we, besides hugs. That's it. They hug people and then they say, um, be centered. And then like, that's the entire, which, which the entire belief system, apparently, which, which is, is kind interesting. Of weird. There's a, there's a lot. And I, I think that they kind of intentionally, even though this was before a lot of the big exposés on Scientology, the center type thing being center was very close to being clear. Oh, and, and also in the episode later on, um, there's a celebrity room. Oh yeah, that's right. Which is similar to the fact that Scientology has celebrity centers right okay yeah i'm thinking it was like you know this is like small scale scientology basically like just some random dude who oh so like literally within three minutes he he hooks he's hugging Corey, and of course they're doing the whole like brains don't hug each other bro because that's that's gay you know kind of thing or whatever and you know like uh, sean just looks like he's literally like brainwashed like he's like smiling all weird and shit and talking all weirdly and weird and all that weird stuff and um so they try to like infiltrate the the cult with um with uh cory's and his brother the guy's name um, yeah i mean before that though i, I want to point out there's a line oh that, sure there was a line i i thought was interesting is that uh cory says something to him about you know like dude you met this guy like you know an hour ago or something you know, he's exactly. just like um and and uh sean says to him the length of a journey has nothing to do with its value right but he also says when he says it he says the length of the journey has nothing to do with its value sean and sean's the one who said that's like he's repeating what mr mac told him exactly by saying his own name. Well, that's that's part of the, that's the that's part of the cult thing is is they do that, you know. Yeah, yeah but but, but he, he messed up. He should have said Corey instead of Sean. I know exactly. That that was kind of funny. See, that was that, I mean, obviously that was kind of in the show, like how he is brainwashed because he just repeated the exact the exact quote verbatim, including his own name. Yeah. And when he's leaving, he says something. To, he he says to the Corey, he's like he's like uh you know you should check it out sometime. So yeah, which yeah. So so then we get to the point where Eric and Corey Corey go to the center. What happens there? Eric immediately like just quits what he's doing because some girls come up to like hug him and he they like leave somewhere, which I don't know what was implied with that because like they just left the room and I'm thinking he got a hand job from her. Yeah, or something like I'm that. Just joking. Um, I don't know. They never mentioned sex on this know. show much. So. Well, that's the other, but that's the same. Some sometimes these cults they do use seduction techniques and stuff yeah. like that. But like but again, this is like boy meets world so it's not like you know they're gonna be doing that yeah you're you're not gonna do that at 8 30 on a friday night on tgif you know so no no and then like even Corey is like kind of like for a second like mesmerized by mesmerized by his so-called charisma i'm like what charisma there's nothing about this guy that's even like remotely charismatic they don't don't give him enough time to be charismatic like he's it i see it there but it's not like you see it enough to 
you know, it's not like he's, you know, but, but then again, I never, I don't see the charisma in like L. Ron Hubbard or, or Keith Raniere or any of these like cult leaders of modern times either, you know? Yeah, true. So yeah. And, you know, could be, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat type of thing. But, uh, and so like, it's weird too, because Sean, the whole point of this group is that they're like, oh, you know, don't judge us. We're a judge free zone. And throughout the whole episode, Sean is like judging all of his friends, even like people who are trying to like ask him questions about like what the group stands for and stuff and he's like you wouldn't understand it's like well that kind of goes against your ostensible teachings because you're supposed to not be judging people but you're literally saying like oh this is not the place for you or whatever it's like but if according to your own beliefs it is the place for everyone because there's no judgment so going against your own supposed beliefs by saying that like he goes off on on Corey about being there he's like you don't belong here yeah when literally like two minutes earlier he told him to he said you should check it out sometime you know yeah it's like what the fuck and he did the same thing to mr turner yeah he's like you wouldn't understand this you, i'm centered and you're not that's just the way it is it's like but the whole point of being centered is to not judge people for not being centered like yeah. what like you know you're, you're going against your own I guess you could call it belief, which I don't really know what centered means necessarily because they don't even explain what that means, but okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I find it weird that like, um, he's known Corey and Topanga and, you know, I'm assuming Mr. and Mrs. Matthews and Feeney for a long time. And, you know, even a shorter time he's known Turner, but they were like brothers to each other. Yeah. Never in any of that time he ever discussed his like spiritual beliefs. Yeah. Like, like you know, it, nothing it, at all. Like, like, like ever. Like, he's known Corey since he was like five and he's never said once, you know, like, well, you know, I'm an atheist or oh, I'm a agnostic or oh, I, I'm a Christian or I'm a Muslim or whatever. He never said anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because well, he probably wasn't really taught anything there wasn't, you know, and from his family or whatever, you know? So it's like immediately he jumps into this, like, again, like there's no teachings of this cult that's the thing it's like there's nothing like how do you join something you know what it kind of reminds me of i know this is a weird tangent um there actually is a cult out there that's kind of like this it's called sabud and it's it begins in indonesia and it's it's literally like it's it's like based off of like nothing like it's like like it's like oh you could you could be a jew christian muslim buddhist hindu whatever it is and you could join us and but like all we all we want you to do is to practice your own religion as, as best as you can it's like so what's the point of joining something new if all you're telling the people is to practice their own beliefs <laughs> i don't understand like what's the point point? <laughs> and it's like but by the way give donations to us for for what exactly like what, what is the point of this like I, I do find it funny too with with sean about not having any spiritual beliefs and everything that like there are several times he has this like maroon shirt that he wears with like a Hinduism s- symbol on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that. throughout the series of the show, I always liked that shirt. I thought it was pretty cool looking. Probably just works. It looked cool or something, you know? Yeah. But I mean, it, it's throughout the show though. I mean, he's got kind of like a Hinduism, Buddhism sort of vibe to him, you know? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the Sean, man. It's just his personality. He, he's just vibing, you know? And oh, yeah. that's, that's what he does he he lives off of vibes man mm-hmm. should call him you know vibe instead of sean or sean vibes or vibe sean's or or, or <laughs> shines i don't know and then uh or you can just go by his real name in real life which is like the, one of the coolest names ever i mean writer strong 
I mean, that's just yeah. So that's a good one. Just call himself Ryder or Ride or whatever. Yeah, yeah. which does I, I will tell you that it does sound like a porn name though. But I mean, I'm just gonna... it does a little bit. Yeah, sure, <laughs> it, it, a little bit. You know, that's okay. And um, I mean, that's that's a better name than Ron Jeremy or whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, if if if, if you know, if Ryder Strong's life ever goes way downhill, you know, I'm I, no, he's not going to do that. He could, he's got no, number. <laughs> no. No, he, he uh, he's pretty successful with his podcast right now, uh, Pod Meets World, and uh, and he's happily married with a kid, so it's <laughs> yeah. I think he's set, and uh, <laughs> I think he's set in life. Um... Do you have dreams that you want to achieve but are scared to do so due to self doubt, fear, and other people's criticism? I have just what you need. You need a dose of the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, where I interview guests that will motivate and inspire you to stop at nothing to achieve your dreams. And always remember, if you believe, you can achieve. The Living the Dream with Curveball podcast is available on your favorite podcast app. Hey, everybody. Why don't you give the old Black Lincoln Collective podcast a listen? We're funny. We're fat, and we're here 24-7 at blcpodcast.com. Anytime you want to listen, anywhere, all your favorite podcast apps. Of course, we have a YouTube channel where you can stream live with the show. Check out our shorts. We're funnier the less you hear of us. That's been a Black League and Collective podcast at blcpodcast.com. And so, I mean, what else happens? I'm kind of blanking here. Um, so, so, like, okay, they, they go there, you know, and later on, we have a scene outside um, in the uh, backyard or side yard of the Matthews house. Um, anybody that listens to Pod Meets World will get what I'm saying there, um, because uh, they have a debate on that show. Uh, some of the hosts believe that it's the Matthews backyard, and some believe it's the side yard because of where <laughs> it's, because technically Feeney lives next door to them, but it's like, okay, anyways, so... <laughs> um, but but they're out there and Feeney's in his yard. They're they're at the fence and they're talking about um about what to do about Sean and everything. And you know, Mr. Matthews is getting all upset and he says, Yeah, I am gonna go down there and, you know, yank the kid out of there basically, you know. And uh Feeney's like, Oh, I, I'm gonna join you. But then uh Sean and Eric walk up and they thank Eric for bringing Sean back. But then Sean says, No, I brought Eric back. They don't want him in the right. cult because he, he was in it just, just for the hugs. Yeah. E- euphemism for the hugs. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was more than hugs. Um, anyways, yeah. Because <laughs> I always got this. Okay. So, so I mean, I, I know this is like totally like sexually gross in a way, but I mean, I always got the image that, 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 uh, Eric, he, he's dumb as a box, box of rocks sometimes, but I, I, I always felt he fucked. <laughs> What though? I I always felt that Eric fucked. You know, it's oh. it's like he he was out there getting girls and you know. Yeah, I always felt that way about Sean too. So it's like you know, I mean, they they would never say that on a you know yeah. show during the eight o'clock hour on ABC, but you know, so the um so so basically while they're doing that um you know they're they're basically trying to convince Sean to stay and you know it's like you know you're staying with us while your parents are out of town and blah 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 and uh Feeney gets a phone call so he goes in there and he comes out and he uh he says uh that uh Mr. Turner's been in an accident a motorcycle accident so uh you know he's like oh can you you know Alan can you drive me to the hospital to Mr. Matthews he you know they, they they're about to go and then they you know Corey's like come on Sean let's go and uh he's like no I got to I'll I'll meet you there I'll meet you there like you know yeah. So yeah, it's like, what do you mean meet me? Yeah, I, I will say this. 
Corey seemed like a little asshole in this episode sometimes. But yeah, but a lot of times, I mean, Ben Savage is acting in, in, in the way he just seems kind of self-righteous a lot of times throughout the yeah, when, when I rewatch the show. A lot of times it's like Corey. I don't I don't blame Ben Savage as much as I blame the writing. Sometimes it's almost like they 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 make Corey this holier than thou sort of character where, you yeah. know, you know, because like there's times where he like totally manipulates Topanga in their relationship. Know. You know, it's just, I know. yeah, it's 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 very, you know, kind of weird. And I mean, you know, it. It could also be that, you know, I'm not really sure how I feel about Ben Savage right now. So, um, yeah, in reality, he's running for office to replace Adam Schiff. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, he's a he's a Democrat running there. But he uh, he also um, attended the the pro-Israel rally that was in uh, Washington, D.C. recently that also included a uh, a known um, a known Nazi, basically. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But yeah, and, and he's never, he, he's been pretty pro-Israel since uh, October 7th, which oh. take your political views either way you want, listeners, I don't care. But I'm just saying that it's just, I don't know, not asking for a ceasefire is kind of lame in my opinion. So, but regardless, so so they, they go to the, um they go to the hospital and Topanga shows up and asks where Sean is. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't know, you know, and then, then Sean and Mr. Mac walk in and, uh, he's trying to goad people. He introduces himself to the Matthews and then he, uh, he says something to Feeney. It's like, I forgive you for trying to shut us down. Trying? How? Okay. Uh, so he has a bunch of minors living with him. How is this legal? Like, I don't, I don't it's, know. It's, yeah. Feeney, Feeney says, you know, a couple times that he tried to shut him down. He knows, he knows Mr. Mac and he's been trying to get it shut down. And I'm just like the the cops in this town in philadelphia or wherever it's like why are they not doing something when these minors are just living under the roof of a guy that's not their relative i mean that's that's technically what they call that um not kidnapping but like is it isn't it like child trafficking almost well not really i don't know what word it would be but just like it's illegal because they're like delinquent technically because yeah they're not they're not with either the parents or their their guard, you know, established guardians, like for example, Sean. Yeah, I mean, was but, but staying with the Matthews. But but I mean, it, it's weird though. Like they're they're staying there. Um, a lot of times in cults, though, they'll take you out of they'll they'll make you not go to school and stuff. But Sherry was showing up to John Adams High there and stuff. So it's like, yeah. So at least she was putting on a side, you know, still having yeah. a normal life or whatever. Or, or he his weird cult allows people to go to public school. Well, that, that's what makes a an open minded cult, you know. So because that way you, you spread the message, you know, among the masses. That way, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. Well, you got you, you got to recruit somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what better way to recruit than public schools? Apparently, yeah. you, I don't know. You, you at least let your attractive women go to the school so they can get yeah. more. Guys. Well, he, yeah. it's just you know what you got. You got you do got yeah. You do what you got to do. You know. Yeah, so that they're at the hospital, and uh, Feeney is like, you know, he gets up in Mr. Mac's face and starts yelling at him, and he's like, you know, you can't have Sean, and blah, 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 and all this other stuff, and yelling at him, and uh, Alan takes him aside, and he's like, no, no, you can't do that, and then, you know, basically, like, you know, he... He, he's trying to goad you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then Alan gets goaded into it and just start and pushes the dude up against the wall. And, and threatens uh, to murder him. Yeah, and he, he basically says, he says I, I don't care what you think, but I, I do know that uh, Sean, Sean Hunter is the best friend my kid has ever had, and I would kill for him, basically. So it, it seemed like he was kind of threatening Mr. Max's life. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yep. But um, 
So, but but Amy, his wife, pulls him away and uh, basically says, you know, he would love a lawsuit. Then we have, uh, while this is all going on, I, it looks like Corey and Topanga and uh, Sean all go into Mr. Turner's uh, hospital room. And uh, he, he's like, he's like all like nervous. He's like, I don't know what to do with this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, I need Mr. Mac. And Corey has this like another holier than thou moment, but well justified in my opinion uh, here. You know, he's basically just like uh, telling him, you know, you know, you have to stay here, you know, basically like, you know, this is your this is a dude that cares about you. You know, you care about him. You got to be here. And and this is what you know, where you got to be. He's like Topanga and I can leave, but you got to stay here sort of thing. And uh, he they leave the room and then he has this like really big emotional speech where he's talking to Turner, talking to God, bargaining for Turner's life. He, he, he says, you know, he says, uh, you know, don't take Turner away from me. He's not done yelling at me, <laughs> um, which he sadly is because um, <laughs> yeah. this is the last scene we ever have with Mr. Turner in the whole series. Yeah. We have no idea of his fate. They never talk about him. They never even mention his name. Well, they do. They do mention him in one episode later on. Okay. And there's like a graduation episode, and Minkus reappears after being gone from the since the first season, and uh, and and um, they they do a kind of a break of the third wall sort of thing where Minkus says, "says Hold up, Mister Turner," and he goes off the off the um off like towards the camera and past the camera and uh and Corey and sean are basically like what's over there and he's like that's the other part of the school you know like, <laughs> that we never see sort of thing um so that's basically where turner has been the whole time he's been in the other part of the school that we just didn't see for a, a season or two anyway so the uh, but but it, it was stupid they, they 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 make this big emotional scene between turner i mean, I mean between sean basically because it's just sean and and like turner doesn't even wake up he's just his hands start moving so he knows he's going to be okay but yeah um we don't find out any we don't see turner again for 18 years on girl meets world yep so when he is when he is somehow conveniently because Corey and his family live in New York City, and now Turner is somehow the uh, like superintendent of schools in New York City, and is Corey's boss because Corey's a teacher. You know, of course, it's like a like a Bayside situation where they all move to the same city. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, this is this is just yeah, it's, it's sitcom convenience. And um, mm-hmm. the uh, but there's a so, so there's this big emotional scene, and then we have the final scene after the after the, the the first credits roll, and we see that Sean, you know, basically tells you know Mr. Mac he's going to go back and get his shit and move out of the center, and asks the Matthews if it's okay if he moves back in with them, you know, which they should have just said no. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you got to go back to the center. <laughs> You made your and choice, you fucking it's asshole. Your choice. No, get, no, be brainwashed again. <laughs> Terrible ending. Yeah, and so, so then you know, and and then you know, it's like, yeah, we we never see Turner again. Um, oh, so so that's the episode. So I've I've got a I've got a list here of ten signs of a cult, and I want to ask you if you think that they that that this cult adhered to these things or you know okay. or signs of this. Okay. The first one is absolute authoritarianism without accountability. Mm, not really. They didn't really even, they didn't really do anything. So that's the thing. There's no like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, it could have been if we would have gone more in depth. Number two is zero tolerance for criticism or questions. Um, I think we saw that. Well, with Sean, but yeah. I don't know if we saw that with, with um. yeah, but all we really saw was Sean. So, so with Sean, definitely. And probably with Mr. Mac, but he did it. Probably yeah. more of a way of kind of more subtle about it as opposed to like being a dictator. He probably would just dodge criticism by then focusing on the other person by 
basically say like, well, what? Why do you think that way? Or why? You know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, I would say sure. Half half C on that one. This one, uh, we didn't have enough time for it to appear, so I already know the answer to this. It's like lack of meaningful financial disclosure regarding budget. Yeah, we're not really sure about that one. Yeah. Um, four is unreasonable fears about the outside world that often involve evil conspiracies and persecutions. Mm. I'd say to a point, but not. I mean, the yeah. whole thing about like, you know, other people in your life judge you, but we don't. But that's not the same thing. I think of like a conspiracy, like yeah. you know, a, like it's very light cult. I would, I would say, very ever so slightly. Um, it's a diet cult. <laughs> yeah, diet cult. Yes, yes. I think I thought of a new shirt. Yeah, diet cult. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a diet coke, but it's still diet diet cult. Yeah, the uh, it's a, a five is a belief that former followers are always wrong for leaving. And there is never a legitimate reason for anyone else to leave. I mean, we didn't really get probably. Into that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would but I, but I will say, Mister Mac, at the end of the episode, told told Sean, you know, there's always a place for you there. You know, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think this is one of those weird cults mm-hmm. where it's kind of like a kill you with kindness type of thing, where mm-hmm. it's like even if like someone does leave, they'll just like instead of like saying like, oh, this person's evil or whatever, they'd be like, oh, well. They just chose a different path than we did, and I mean, even no. though we're right and he's wrong, you know, we, we still love him anyway. So it's kind of again, it's like a way of yeah. sort of subverting, like a lot of cult expect- cult documentaries that I've seen too about cults is they start out that way too, where they're like all like loving and stuff, and maybe this is still like the you know step one in the cult, and then eventually, yeah, exactly, yeah, the beginning, yeah. Um, so, um, the next one is abuse of members. Uh, well, I mean, I guess aside from the fact that he's having minors live with them i guess that you know could be technically abused just just dead alone um i don't know but yeah that definitely um you know but other than that i mean we haven't we didn't really see anything so i don't know yeah the next one is uh like there's records of records books and articles or programs documenting the abuse of the leader or group uh obviously we didn't have enough time in this episode so yeah well, in the next episode, they have a secret episode, well, like behind the scenes, where they do show like him like beating up Eric and throwing him out a window and stuff like that. So yeah, that that yeah. happened in between him and uh, between the scene that we saw at where Eric was hugging everybody and uh, and Sean, yeah. Sean bringing him home. Yeah, um, yeah. Somehow he, he's all patched up; he didn't have bruises or anything. But um, yeah, it's just good makeup. They make you put on makeup yeah. so you don't. Yeah, um, so you hide your bruises. The uh, the eight eight is. Followers feeling they are never able to be good enough, which, you know, that's the type of people that you get in there is basically you, at this cult at least, you know, they were trying yeah. to get people like Sean was going through a, like, you know, basically just regular teen angst, but they're basically, they always like overplay it on the show, you know, it's like he's going through the same shit I was going through when I was a kid, but you know. Yeah. The the next one is a belief that the leader is right at all times. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. And the final one that they got listed here is a belief that the leader is the exclusive means of knowing quote unquote truth or giving validation. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. And this is from a website called Very Well Mind. So I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I just did a, I just did a, a, a search for what are the warning signs of a cult. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, and I mean, there's also the, the major one, like, you know, it always has a charismatic leader. You know, they, they, 
ostracize you from your family and friends, um, different things like that that I've seen in the past. So yeah, so I mean, basically, look out for these things. I mean, it, it was kind of a good message here, but do you think that the message actually worked in this episode, or do you think it was like too cheesy and too short for it to actually have any kind of? Impact? No, no, it it was too cheesy. Um, I don't, I don't think it. I, I mean, I think it fell flat. Um, because it was, it was just goofy and it was too, it was too rushed. Again, like you know, three minutes in. And he's already a member of this cult, and we don't even know what the cult teaches or anything other than the fact that they got this guy that they call Mr. Mac, who wears, like, a stupid suit, and we don't know if, like, they even, if he even, like, has them give him his butt, their money, or anything else or whatever and so it just i don't know it just didn't uh i've seen other episodes from other shows that would talk about someone like joining the cult or some kind of group that's done it like for example um the the episode was was kind of a few episodes where in um uh, degrassi and next generation where spinner joins like a christian group in school and like becomes like obsessed with it stuff like that and um yeah like basically becomes like a born-again christian for like a month i guess and then yeah uh, they did that better um but that's the grassy for you well yeah grassy goes there it goes there yeah i was gonna say it goes there you know whatever it takes um anyway so the (laughs) the um yeah, I mean, like, I, I randomly just, I'm, I'm going through uh, re-watching the TV show Monk, for, you know, um, you know, with Tony Shalhoub, and uh, mm-hmm. I randomly watched, like, the day before I watched this episode of, uh, for our podcast, I watched an episode where Mr. Monk joined a cult. Oh, wow. And uh, even that, which is done in a, was done in a humorous way, I think did a better job of explaining a cult than this episode, so. <laughs> yeah, so it's, um yeah, there's a lot of things, and I mean, Obviously, now we live in the uh, age of cult documentaries going, you know, are all over Max and Netflix and Amazon and everything. You know, you've got the the Twin Flames one that came out recently. There's two of those. There's a a Born into Synanon one, which came out recently. There's the that one with the the. mother god one uh-huh. and uh on max yeah there, there's there's a lot of you know different ones and you, you of course you had you know um what was that one a few years ago that uh wild wild country or whatever yeah yeah that one yeah that, i like that one that one was interesting um yeah so so you know if you want to learn about cults you know just go on one of your streaming services and there's bound to be a cult you know documentary and there's there's also you know you've got the whole like leah remini's you know scientology in the aftermath series that you know came out a few mm. years ago which goes in depth into that and there's other other you know tv shows that deal with like explaining all these different cults which we sadly have a lot of in the united states it seems yeah um, i'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a lot elsewhere but you know it just seems like a lot in the united states you know like the nexium thing and um yeah next yeah there's also one i like too it's called how it's like a you it's on youtube it's called like how to become a cult leader or how to how to form a cult or whatever and it's like 15 minutes long and it's like an indie film from like the 90s yeah you know, it's just 15 minutes long and it's just like has like this really cool like upbeat music throughout the whole thing and it's just like going into all the different like phases of a cult or whatever it's like i wish i remember the name maybe i'll yeah. find the link later or something yeah, it, it, that's interesting. I mean, you don't want to learn how to become a cult leader, though. People don't don't do it. Well, maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should start the all too real two cult. Um, sure. Yeah, you know, our tenants are that you have to watch bad movies and TV shows, and uh, sometimes good ones. You know, when you're when you're behaving. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes good. Yeah. 
you don't have to isolate from your family or anything. You just have to watch the movies along with us and listen to our podcast. Yeah, and donate to our Patreon. Yes, and our uh, and check out our Tea Public. We have some. Uh, we 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 have. If you listen to our last episode, our buttercream gang episode, we do have <laughs> we do have new products up right now of the buttercream gangs of New York that I designed. <laughs> so um, be sure to check that out. Um, you can get a shirt or a mug or other products on there with that logo on it. And uh, look look forward to the Diet Colt one, which I think I may be designing soon. <laughs> You know, do that. Go to alltoorealtwo.com. That's the best way to join our cult. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, check out our, our all of our social media and make sure you spread the, the good word. And, and you know, all praise he that is uh, all too real, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Anyways, you know, do that. You know, be sure to go out and give everybody hugs. Yeah, sure. Even if they don't want them, just do it, you know. But don't be like a weird hugger like Sean was about it. Like, yeah, I mean, um, and you may get arrested for assault, but, um, you know, true. Yeah. Uh, so maybe don't be do careful. That. Yeah. Be careful with your hugs, but you know what? Hugs, not drugs, but everybody, you know, hugs, yeah. not drugs. Yep. Unless they're prescribed wow. or, you know, you know, they, they help you in some way. Anyway. So well, any final words here? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, folks, just remember that I love you, Mr. Mac loves you, and Sesame loves you. Yeah. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Thank you.